that's not nice to talk about feces like that. Yeah, it's it is kind of a it's a slam on feces. We apologize to feces. I everywhere. apologize. Dumpster fire. No, no, that one's no. all. That one's that been one's, beat like a dead horse. Is, <laughs> cannot, and dead horses, dead horses. So I mean, there are no words. To all of the above. Actually, there are words. Hold on, hold on. There are words. There are words. There are for words. This. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the Naked to it. It's been an awful week. I mean, yeah, awesome week. Awesome. We tried to dish out some good news last week, and nobody listened to it. So we're back to doom and gloom. <laughs> well, <laughs> cherry on top. I have to find a new bank to bank with. Just, uh, I'm bitter about it. Oh, because. Uh, I was, <laughs> was going to name a bank, but then I realized there's like 10 to 12 banks that are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, actually a credit union, AFCU. Got a notice in my email this morning that they are forcibly changing my checking account to a premium account because I qualify for premium and they are just automatically changing everybody that qualifies for a premium account to premium, which means that they are requiring me now to pay $6 a month for my checking account. Oh, which I know it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but I neither need nor want any of the features that they are including in their premium account. Does it come with some sort of Netflix, Amazon, something or other? No. Oh no. No, it, you just it get comes to, with like some monitoring things and that you already have that's better than theirs. Yeah. Yeah. For probably cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I'd uh, rather not pay the bank they're, more they're to like, keep my money. Yeah, right? I'm like, <laughs> you're already stealing my money to lend money to other people and making interest off of my money, so why are you charging me to keep my money where you can use it? Yeah. How does that make any sense to you? To me? To anyone? I better check my emails then. I am upset. Oh, yeah. Here you got me looking so, at my emails. Yeah, so they the they they include so the new the new uh, inclusions are uh, mobile phone protection, coupons and discounts. Oh, an ATM fee offset, identity theft protection because you know you're not legally protected by identity theft in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, and premium account payback. Oh. But in order to keep, in, in, so, so they do have a free version of it, but in order to keep the free version of it, you have to keep $1,500 in your account all month long. Or like an average of $1,500. There has to, your, your balance has to be an average of $1,500 all month long. Uh, you have to make over 20 payments with your Visa debit or credit card. And I don't remember what the other thing That's was. That's how you qualify. Something, something stupid. Yeah. So if you're spending a lot of money, you qualify to spend more money. Yeah. 
Ah, right. Okay. That's probably why I don't qualify. <laughs> I don't understand how I qualify. I don't want to qualify. Put me back in the regular checking. I don't want it. I don't want it. Leave me alone. Stop. It's like, I'm not using those things now. Why would I use them? If, yeah. No. Yeah, so okay, so this is this is what they um, this is what they give you. Uh, your your regular account features like no low balance fees, unlimited monthly transactions, all that stuff comes with your regular account. So then you get premium account payback. So you can get you get uh, up to six hundred dollar or six hundred America first rewards is what it is. So basically, they're adding a rewards rewards program to your checking account. But it maxes out at 600 points a month. Um, yeah. Okay. No. So Go you, away. I'm guessing you can exchange those points almost exactly for a dollar's mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, $20 concert tics- tickets will yeah. cost 20 points, right? Yeah. And then you get uh, fully managed identity theft protection uh uh, access to a team of professional privacy advocates, access to credit, dark web, and social media monitoring, access to three bureau credit monitoring, on and on and on, email and text alerts for suspicious activity. I already get emails from you every other week when I use my card <laughs> in a different state. I saw, I saw this uh, uh, thing that someone posted. So I, I got a call from my credit union one day. So did you order... Did you go to Pizza Hut at three in the morning, three days in a row? Don't judge me. <laughs> I, said, I said, yes. After a pause. Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Then it's mobile phone protection. So this would be useful to other people uh, because your, your family is covered at least $40 per month. Uh, for insurance usually, right? So this covers your, your phone insurance. So you are covered for accidental damage, mechanical failure, or theft uh, up to $850 minus a $50 deductible for any phone that you own. They're very specific. They actually italicize the word you uh-huh. own. So if you still have a payment on it, it probably isn't covered because they emphasize the you own right. portion of it. Uh, also, my phone and my wife's phone are both company provided, so this means nothing to me, and it doesn't help me. Also, coupons. I don't need your coupons. Also, I have honey and other things. My experience with uh, phone insurance is uh, It's a useless. scam? Yeah, exactly. So it's literally just this list of, of things that they're like, we're going to give you this for free, and I'm like, I don't want any of that, or I would pay for it myself. So why are you forcing me to use your stupid premium checking? I don't want it. I'm a little annoyed. A little in case bit, you could just tell. a little bit. Well, that kind of ties into uh, where we decided to start. Um, the end of the world? The end of the world. world as we know as it. As we know it, actually. Because <laughs> um, uh, I think it was... We don't have this link in our list, but I think it was Bank of America or something like that. Oh, oh that makes sense. They, they tweeted out a survey to see what they what their customers believe should be the main focus of the bank. Should it be the environment? 
Should it be social issues? You're a bank. Your main focus should be money. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I'll just stop you right there. I'm a. I'm a stop. I'm a not let you finish. <laughs> Judging from the name of the company, which includes the word bank, I'm going to just write in an answer here for you. <laughs> Your main focus should be my money. <laughs> Can I write in an answer? Mostly in the area of protecting my money. Yeah. That's literally what I use you for. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, fun. Um, and seriously, AFCU, if you're not going to cover uh, somebody stealing my identity and using my card, then why the hell do I even keep money there? At all. <laughs> I mean, you raise a point. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this, and then, we'll, uh, safer. and then we'll get our vitamin B, because I think this is going to tear us down pretty good. <laughs> Mike about melted his brain watching the little video that we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, that hurts my soul to think about. So the uh, with the UN, there's this thing called the World Economic Forum. Um, and if you talk about it, you're a conspiracy theorist. Because hmm. um, usually talking about it, you're talking about the Great Reset, which is conspiracy and all. Except for the fact that when you go to the World Economic Forum... It's a conspiracy, except for when it's not. You can read about the Great Reset on the World Economic Forum's website. You even have an entire video about it. We do! We... <laughs> we do! Um, got a couple of videos. Let's see. Maybe. Maybe. There's that one. So... We mentioned before, um, I think it was pre-election, that Joe Biden's little campaign slogan thing was Build Back Better. And we mentioned that uh, that's not his thing. Um, where'd it go? Oh, right there. I have it there. Uh, so this is a little montage of some of the things, <laughs> some... World leaders at various points in time doing, saying exactly what uh, Biden has because, you know, it's important to build back better. It's a very pertinent question to ask how do we build back better? To build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. Oh. To build back better than oh. before. Remember the, the terrible damage of COVID Shrillery. as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things differently. To build back better. You have to look at We're going to build it back better. And build it back better. Mm. My plan to yeah. build back better. See, that's something I see too. all the globalists that's, have come out to play. That's something to notice, too. Build back better is not English. <laughs> well, it is English. It's even proper English. It's actually technically grammatically correct. It just sounds awful. 
Yeah. It doesn't which is, really flow Which is well. why just moments before you had Barack Obama and others saying, build it back better. Because mm-hmm. in lay English minds, that grammatically fits better. Yeah. It, it feels it, better to say it's that. It's because, well, it, it's actually specifically American English that has that problem. Yes. Because general English actually has the assumed subject is grammatically correct, which so just means you can... Asses? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it literally literally just means that you can make a sentence with no subject in it, and it's still grammatically correct because there is an assumed subject. Right. Where, like, if you're saying... If you're talking about a building, literally a building, and you say, build that better, you don't need an actual... like. I mean, there's that is the, the right, right. subject there. But technically saying build better is still grammatically correct, even though it sounds completely S- sounds, idiotic. Sounds almost caveman-esque. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're leaving out words that shouldn't be left out. <laughs> anyway. But again, it's also a slogan, so no uh, rules apply. Start taking all the problems Gates, that have been created in right. education, mental Bill health, Gates. and start to to build back in a positive way. I have launched a booklet called Build Back Better. Ah. Britain after coronavirus. It's about building this country back better. Yeah. Growing conspiracy following it. It is called The Great Reset. Unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live. The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Build Back Better. Building Back Better, our economy. Build Back Better. Better. All elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. Huh? Wait. But it's a conspiracy that anyone is talking about that, but there's Canada and I don't know who that other guy was, some bloke talking about a reset. Let's reset everything. Just hit the reset button. It's a big effort to, some would say, to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset. Conspiracy, conspiracy. Conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to 2021, folks. (laughs) Yesterday's conspiracy is today's out in the open dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. So... They might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the the core of what it is is uh, atrocious. They, uh, yeah. Awful. Yes. Yes. The details behind oh. it is uh, basically uh, socialism and fascism kind of meet together in a happy commingling everyone is going to die <laughs> type mentality not everyone's oh, going to die everyone's going to so slowly suffer until a lot of people probably start dying so communism yeah oh okay yeah that makes more sense 
It sounds like communism with all the steps. With all the steps. (laughs) Every one of them. Because the premise is uh, capitalism has failed us, as we witnessed in the pandemic, with the stock markets being higher than they were before the pandemic started. But but, uh, capitalism has (laughs) failed us. Apparently, when you tie up, gag, and beat capitalism with a metal bat and then throw it in a van down by the river... Uh, Van, and then it uh, it doesn't perform as well as it used to. It has failed you. No. So you're saying if you take Iron Man's suit away, he's failed you? Yes, because he's at that point just a uh, playboy philanthropist, billionaire, billionaire. That's I missed a word. But I left that word out intentionally because billionaires are, are bad and they should. Unless, of course, they're calling for a great reset of the world's economy. The yeah, world's but what kind economy. of billionaire in their right mind would agree to things like socialism, communism? And, and that's and, a, oh, oh, huh. all of them. All of them. See, that's the thing with. Uh, Except for one. At least one. Pretty sure that uh, the current richest man in the world doesn't agree. Bezos? No. Uh, oh, Elon. Yeah. Elon, Elon is did. the current uh, richest man in the world. Bezos fully agrees with oh, 100%. <laughs> all of those things. 100%. <laughs> he is 999% on board. The pandemic is so much so that shush. Ec- except for one thing, he wants uh, his people to vote in person. <laughs> Yeah, because it's not secure. To vote it's by not mail secure to after uh, he slammed vote, people vote by mail, daring to question voting by mail. Um, anyway, so this yeah. is a this is a nice little instructional video to get you pumped for uh, the Great Reset. Because there, it, what is the Great Reset? The Davos Agenda. This is where they met. Was Davos? I don't know. I don't where Davos have any is. fake gunshots here. To uh, oh well, you got Wilhelm. That's you know, that's close enough. Yeah. Thank you. We might need him a lot. <laughs> this is a this is this is a lo- nice a lovely little video to explain things clearly for you. The pandemic has radically changed the world as we know it, and the actions we take today as we work to recover will define our generation. Oh, it's the time to think what history would say about this crisis. 2020 has been challenging on a lot of levels, as economic, environmental and societal frailties have been laid bare. But it's also proved that when we need to, we can act rapidly and restructure our lives. We can put on our masks, from the and kiss is each an other through glass. We can see, raise of hope in the form of a vaccine, but there is no vaccine for the planet. Nature needs a bailout. <laughs> Nature needs a bailout. Because the bailouts for everything else that we've bailed out have worked so well. <laughs> hey, gee. Wow. I want to go back to the status quo that you had before simply because it was the status quo that got us here. So a bunch of rich crony capitalists pull the rug out, slam the door shut behind them so nobody else can become rich like them. Therefore, the system has failed. So let us, who have done that very thing, rebuild a system for everyone to be equal. 
Okay, so I, I've got I've to interject something here that really bothers me. Because everybody's like, well, we need more government regulation on these massive corporations, right? So they, they go and they, they think of these massive regulations. And then the people that support these massive regulations are the companies that these things are supposed to regulate. Does that not set off red flags to anyone else? The prime example for everyone should be net neutrality. Yes. Comcast is going to restrict Netflix. Then why is Comcast in support of it? Yeah. Why does Comcast support net neutrality if net neutrality is supposedly designed to stop Comcast from doing things that you think they shouldn't do? And then why, why? do you have Netflix saying we probably shouldn't do that? Right? Why, why <laughs> do you have... <laughs> Because that's what it was. I just now remembered it was the uh, CFO of Netflix Yeah, said, uh, this isn't what we intended when we asked for this. This is, this is bad for yeah, this, this everyone. This is not what we wanted. And, and you have, so the, the supporters, let's, let's lay this out for you, okay? The, the ones that everyone is worried about doing the, the crap that net neutrality is supposed to stop, right, are uh, Time Warner, which is Comcast, uh-huh. who, who owns a big portion of internet. Uh, Google, who owns big portion of, of internet. internet. And Amazon. And Amazon, who are, owns a big portion of internet. So you see where this is going. All of them. All of them support net neutrality. So tell me again how that regulation is negatively affecting those companies. Hello, officer. Could you handcuff me, please? (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) Like, seriously. Seriously. If you you ever want to just question a regulation, look at the regulation, think about who it's supposed to hinder, and then look at who's supporting it and see if that list includes any of the names of people that it's supposed to hinder. (laughs) If, because if it does... If so, then it's a farce. <laughs> you are being lied to. No, the government doesn't lie. <laughs> they are They are lying. Liar! <laughs> yeah. What do you think? That's what they do. They can make up anything. Anyway, continue yeah. on. Soapbox over. Ah, boom. No. no. Everything falling apart. We can reshape the world in ways we couldn't before. Look at all that solar, so wind, hold on, hold on, maybe if and I hit the right space bar it'll actually pause. Yeah, it helps if you're using the right keyboard. <laughs> so we got, look at all of those windmills sitting above the trees in the clouds. Look at them. That's, <laughs> that's the future of green energy. Just an endless field of windmills. Because that... <laughs> Okay, can we talk about how the only actually really feasible form of clean energy is nuclear, or is that uh, no? Is that does that get us banned now yeah, too? Chernobyl, um, and then then right there. How is that even a valid argument? A massive, <laughs> a massive swath of solar panels. So to be clear, an oil rig would fit right here, right? You think probably take up this much room? an oil rig probably to get natural gas and crude oil that's got to be what half an acre if that you were outlining yeah probably about half acre 
Because that's that's probably sitting on easily five to ten acres at least at a least. ranch <laughs> at least a texas ranch <laughs> um but yeah it's it's better for the environment to just occupy an entire space with solar panels where you can't have any vegetation in and around the so in under or around the s- solar panels because the solar panels get really hot and if the vegetation dries out you'll have a fire and you'll lose your solar panels so you got to make sure it's just barren ground beneath the solar panels so you eliminate any usefulness of that land so long as the solar panels are there the oil rig that takes up a half acre or so will give it an acre tops for the oil rig also you have to consider the uh uh, effects of creating those solar panels oh yeah that's not even counting the lithium mine i was gonna say to to create each one of those solar panels, you know, there's massive strip mines that are involved, and yeah, there's strip line, strip mines for lithium, iron, um, other kind of metals. But it's so silicon. much more environmentally. But it's, it's not. But putting a hole in the ground with a platform above it that occupies at most an acre is killing the environment. Well, it's because of pollution. There's no pollution. <laughs> Shut up. Ways that better address so Fracking many is of the challenges Texas we face. To sink into the sea. And that's why so many are calling for a great reset. Really? A great reset? That sounds more like buzzword bingo masking some nefarious plan for world domination. Hands up, this kind of slogan hasn't gone down well. But all we really want to say is that we all have an opportunity to build a better world. Build and back it's not better. surprising that people who've been disenfranchised by a broken system and pushed even further by the pandemic will suspect global leaders of conspiracy. Government has failed us in the pandemic, so let's have the... So, hold on. Local government has failed us in the pandemic. National government has failed us in the pandemic. So let's have a global governing body fix everything. It didn't work on the micro level, so let's go as macro as we can <laughs> to fix these little solution, these little issues in all of our communities. But the world's not that simple. Every one of us has differing priorities, uh-huh, values, uh-huh. and ideas. Okay. That's part of why solutions are so hard to come by and why we all need to be involved in the decision-making. Because whether it's politicians, CEOs, academics, activists... Is that Bezos right there shaking Biden's hand? Is that his Yeah, I think that's Bezos. I know that that uh, one over there on the left is uh, Putin. Putin. But he's Putin a bad on guy. the Ritz. He's a bad guy. And, and the one on the back there is Bush. Yeah. We all know how bad Bush was. Thunberg. And some other faces I recognize but don't know their names. Or you. Oh, Bon Jovi, or uh, not Bon Jovi. Uh, bon Jovi, Bono? Bono. You mean Bono? Yeah. We're oh, there's Merkel. Getting people together. There she Even is. Even those you may not like to sit down at the table and develop solutions that work for all of us. But... 
very enormous trust between the private sector and the public sector for this to actually work. That trust is hard to come by. It's time for people to work together. So, so what better way to do it than to force businesses to do what we want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you build trust with someone is you force them to agree with you. Democrats. Listen to each other and build this trust so we can move towards a better world. And we really need one. Because while the pandemic affects us all, it's clear it affects some more than others. The first people who are hit are the people at the front, those who are vulnerable. It is those on the front line who take it first. And that is simply unacceptable. See ya. So why then, if the frontline workers are hit the hardest, or hit first, all that stuff, why is it that, so they are disproportionately exposed to the coronavirus, right? Yes, yeah. definitely disproportionately so they, they are in contact with it a lot more often than your average person. Way, way more often. So why are they not getting sick and or dying way more often than a normal person? Well, I mean, obviously they are because they're exposed more often. They've got to be getting sick more Except often. they're not. Not? They're getting, what? They're getting sick and or dead at about the same rate as just a normal person. So, what? At the start of 2020, 1% of the world's population owned 44% of the wealth. Oh. And since the start of the pandemic, billionaires have increased theirs by more than 25%. Bezos. Whilst 150 million people fell back into extreme poverty. It's almost and as with if climate change set to dwarf the damage caused by the pandemic, the message from 2020 almost. should be abundantly clear. Over government reach. Is dead. This obsession that we have had with maximizing profits for shareholders alone. The CEO... Of Salesforce, I don't know what that is, but still, you are the CEO, and you're telling people capitalism has failed. Isn't he the guy? He's the chair, the founder, chairman, and CEO of Salesforce, a cloud computing company. I want to say he was the guy that made a billion dollars off of uh, telling the government to um, make mask mandates and... We talked about him before. Regulations. Yes. And then went and told all the companies where the loopholes were and charged them to tell them where the loopholes were so that they can open back up. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I could be mistaking him for some other I re- guy. I remember you but talking I'm about that. I'm pretty sure this is the dude. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. ...has led to incredible inequality and a planetary emergency. Uh-huh. But no one can do this alone. And top-down approaches won't get us anywhere. Because everything we've learned in our work has shown us that diverse voices lead to better results. And it's for these reasons right, so that the forum talks about everyone. something called stakeholder capitalism, which would shift businesses. All right, there you go. There you go. There it is. And I'm done watching this movie after this. Can I not watch it anymore <laughs> <Yes>. after this? <laughs> stakeholder 
capitalism. It's still capitalism. It's just uh, there's stakeholders now. What does that mean? Well, it means that uh, you, Nike, can operate your business however you deem fit, so long as you have these people on your board. And uh, so long as you make these styles of products, then you can be the best Nike in the world. Oh, yeah. In 2018, he bought Time Magazine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Too bad capitalism failed him. Yeah, right. Too bad. Uh, but yeah, so that that's what they describe stakeholder capitalism as, is this, the state or the government telling companies that they can operate so long as they meet these certain criteria and then they're able to operate however they wish so long as those criteria are met. And just so that everyone is aware, this World Economic Forum that just released this, this isn't a new thing. Oh, no, it's been a minute. It's no. been um, so on their table a while. They were founded on the 24th of January, 1971. And their stated mission is committed to improving the state of the world by engaging business, political, academic, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. Oh, and like, they are based, gen- like, like 21 agendas or so? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are based in Switzerland. Switzerland. And Geneva. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Switzerland so, and Geneva. Geneva Canton. So uh, for for those that didn't catch it... Which is actually a state of Switzerland, so it's all based in Switzerland. Yeah. For those that didn't catch it, if the state is dictating what a private business can do, that's um, uh, socialism. Yes, uh, that's exactly the definition is, of socialism. That is... Which is the exact opposite of uh, capitalism. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah. We got that to look forward to. Great. That's, it's great. And it's okay because we don't have... Uh. So, in just a couple of days, I went to 60 tabs on my phone. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, but uh, John Kerry was asked... Um, what Joe Biden's going to do with uh, the Great Reset. And John Kerry said, you'll be surprised with how fast he's moving. He's only 32, 34 uh, executive orders so far in a week (laughs) that have destroyed jobs already. (sighs) It's great. It's fun. It's fun. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for that. Is that all we got for... For the end of the world. Well, I personally I mean, think that almost everything we have is everything the end we of the have world, is the end but, of the world. You know, there's <laughs> yeah, the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> we should have taken some time to actually research this dude beforehand because he is sketchy. Yeah. So, so prior to this video where he, um, you know, says capitalism is dead or whatever, he was advocating for a new capitalism that improves social welfare. I believe that's called socialism. Socialism. Yeah. It's an ism of social. (laughs) Which, technically, theoretically, we already partially live in socialism because you pay taxes on your property. 
and then you have social security. Yeah. I mean, we've we've been in a partially socialist country for Thanks, Woodrow. Yeah. <laughs> a while. A while. Uh, you could say a hot minute. So, speaking of, of Woodrow, uh, now that it's uh, uh, acceptable to uh, move to impeach a ex-president, can we, uh, can we strike Woodrow from <laughs> the rolls? I mean, I got a list. <laughs> I, got, I, I got me a list. I, I, you know, there's a couple of them that I wouldn't mind uh, going back on. Yeah, and... Does that mean that it rescinds all of their uh, emergency, all their executive declarations orders? and and uh, executive orders? I would think so. I think it would be a great idea to do Makes it that way. Makes sense to me. <laughs> it's a terrible precedent. We should definitely not do that. Should absolutely never do that. Let's get some uh, vitamin B, and then and uh, then we can continue <laughs> we'll, on to the end of the we'll world. Carry on down this path. I mean, you asked if there was anything else that was the end of the world. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I was meaning that was not in the other categories of end of the world. All right. All right. All right. Fine, we'll get happy for a minute. All right. Well, uh, I guess that means we should. <clears throat> yeah, I should get ready here. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, welcome to your weekly dose of vitamin B. Ah, we have some great news for you guys this week. Uh, GameStop announces that due to skyrocketing stock, they can now afford to pay up to 25 cents for your used games. Wait, really? Yes. A full, a full quarter. And he's gone. All right. I will continue this. I'll buy my lonesome. Uh, in other news, we have a lovely editorial this week. A complete list of fascist dictators who were democratically voted out of power. Uh, in a stunning reversal of previous administration... Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. I just got back. You, I missed the list. Could you go over that again? Yes, uh, of course I can. Starting with uh, number one. Yep, number one. That's it. Okay, so, well, in uh, a stunning reversal of previous administration, new Biden COVID plan features mask wearing, vaccinations, and travel bans. That is a novel idea. I know. If it's so brutal. I am so Donald glad Trump that he came up with like that, that from scratch and curse the Trump for not for thinking nothing. of anything that was that revolutionary. How did we survive? Really? I don't know. Really? I beyond me. I mean, I had to crawl over at least 10 piles of bodies to get to your house to record this. I know, right? It's been horrific. Uh, in your uh, actual journalism news, journalists justify loudly cheering on Biden as it's needed to keep him awake. Uh, in related news, Google reports a uh, sudden spike in searches for can you take back your vote for president? Uh, oh, yeah. Interesting. That's People are interesting. upset that they voted That's... for Trump. Clearly. Uh, no, it was among Biden voters, actually. Oh. Um, but uh, on your, uh, your uh, Christian living uh, side, we have an article. Family carefully times trip to church to miss opening worship set. Sounds about I right. believe this article was written about my family. 
<laughs> ah, oh, we just just missed just it. Just missed it. Just missed it. Just then. Uh, and to wrap things up, we go once again to California, where we have news of Governor Gavin Newsom uh, standing out on the street and yelling, you can reopen now at rows of abandoned, dilapidated buildings. It's about time. It is about time. And <laughs> such good news. Such good, good news. Yeah. California is finally on its way back. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. <laughs> uh, to wrap things up, we have breaking news. As uh, in another despicable act of insurrection, Republicans failed to celebrate Biden's executive orders. Those, Those dastardly bad people. Bad people. Bastages, you could you, say. You thought I was going to say something else. You thought he was going to You cuss. thought wrong. <laughs> this has been your vitamin B. Never know if I'm about to report the news or uh, wind up on a weird episode of Jurassic Park. Yes. Because it's about the same tune. Yes. Yes. So uh, it's the same thing. You know what? Since since we're there, um, so Biden is xenophobic and racist. <laughs> oh, so many things. He is xenophobic and racist because, um, like Mike just said, he uh, continued the he brought back the travel ban to. Uh, Europe, and also has included South Africa and Brazil to that because that's too good. You gotta see that. Oh gosh, it's my brother just sent that. (laughs) (laughs) She's a guy. She's a guy. So (laughs) it's a it's a meme of uh, Biden sniffing the new uh, what what is HHS 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 secretary. Uh, and it says, this one smells funny. And then it's the uh, State Farm commercial. Well, she's a guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <clears throat> so uh, Sharing that. So, yeah, so uh, Biden Biden has decided to help curb uh, the spread of coronavirus. going to restrict travel to Europe and South Africa and Brazil because it's not xenophobic or racist to do that now but it was last year at almost this time uh and uh what's his face from fox news and the press corps called him out on it and uh the response that the press secretary gave him was something about uh um it's nothing like donald trump's um muslim ban that i wasn't Talking about Muslim ban. I was talking about COVID. Okay, no, no straight answer. Cool. Hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Uh, da, 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 da. And then is this like the time that he called uh, Trump uh, xenophobic for the ban on travel to South Africa? Wait. Wait. Huh. Um, 
Uh, it's in here somewhere. I don't even know if I'll be able to pull things up and show them very well. <laughs> very well. But uh, uh, part of the Biden administration's plans uh, for coronavirus, because, you know, they inherited no plan at all no plan going into this whatsoever and, i mean and he was swiftly corrected by saint fauci that uh actually we we've been rolling out stuff we're not starting from scratch um, yeah so do you know what president trump's goal was for the vaccines by the way um it was probably you know to get like 50 at least each day done well i mean at least I, it was closer to a million was a million Oh, actually, exactly. But he never even million. got close to that. He nine hundred and fifty, nine hundred fifty-six. I think was the uh, the average. Yeah, nine hundred fifty-six thousand. That is oh thousand. Oh, nine hundred fifty-six thousand a day. Oh, I was thought his, you just meant nine hundred fifty-six. No, no, you know, no, he did such a terrible uh, he, job. Nine hundred. So he was almost a million. Which. Funny enough, I believe Biden's plan was 100 million vaccinations in 100 days, which would equal out to 1 million, million vaccinations. So he's trying to add 44,000 vaccines and a you day also have to, to consider what was already being done. That 956 is the average for the last week or yeah. so, which means if that's the average, there's numbers higher than that in order for it to average to that amount. Yes. Uh, numbers S higher and numbers lower. S such it's, as uh, on Inauguration Day, 1.6 million rainbow. people received a shot. Huh. So Joe Biden set a goal for 1 million, even though it had already, already been, been done. And when he was called out on it, he, he since adjusted his goal when people call them out on it, it's 1.5 million is now the goal. 1.5 million? Yeah, per day. Per day? Oh. Because the 1.6 from before was still not high. In oh. Uh, but, you know, hmm. he's got this whole mask mandate thing that's going to fix it because the mask fix... Things. So are they going to start ma uh, mandating that we double up our masks? Is that you know? It's funny you should going? ask that. It's funny you should ask that because the New York Times did a opinion article about that, and if one is good, then two is then better. Two is better. But if two is better, that means that three is best. Is obviously even better than that. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, they so did an really, opinion article on it, and they had all these things about how great it is. And I think they even, I can't remember if it was that one or some other article where they talk about um, your mask slipping below your nose is the new version of manspreading and mansplaining or something like that. Um, I will sit however I am comfortable, sir. Sir. I'll have you know. Sir. So, uh, Adam, whatever. So uh, Dr. Fauci was asked about it, and this is, this is what he said about two masks. 
health measures could help protect you against coronavirus. People wearing masks now is just not relevant. You don't need to be walking around with a mask right now. Masks, quite frankly, are more important for people who are infected uh -huh. to prevent them from infecting someone else. And, and hopefully they would get a better mask than the drugstore sells? Right. The, the, the drugstore masks that sell have a lot of loopholes in them that let the virus through. Oh, wait. That's what he said last year. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I clicked the wrong video. This no, you look like an idiot. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> yes. I don't want to do it, and you can't make yeah, that's, that's what he said last year about masks. And uh, this is what he's saying. At, sorry, that's what he said back in March last year. Oh, March oh, last year. Okay, so this is what he's saying now? This is what he's saying now. Okay, let's hear A it. lot of folks uh, are hearing now about double masking, wearing two masks or trying to get one of those N95 medical grade masks. Do you believe that that's... In you know, it, it, it likely does there. because, I mean, this is a physical covering to prevent uh, uh, droplets and virus to get in. So if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective. And that's the reason why you see people either double masking no, or doing like a version idiot. of an N95. So if two is good, like Mike said, why not three? So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Or four or five or six or ten. Uh, if you want to have a good laugh, uh, the Glenn Beck. <laughs> I think, I think put, you should just go until you have enough on that you can no longer breathe and then just take one off. Right, because yeah. that's, that's the threshold. That's, that's the threshold, obviously. Yeah, yeah they put... Shh. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, they put uh, they put twenty five masks on their face, and yeah, because my solution though, you can no longer hear him talk, which was really funny. Pretty, he was basically yelling. <laughs> uh, but I'm thinking, you know, why stop there? Why not just get a plastic bag, put that over your head, and duct tape it off? So then you have your own little bubble of yeah. air, and you know? The plus side to that is you could probably go underwater and be fine. Twofer. 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 You just got to change as it. As fine every, as you would be above water anyway. You just got to change it every time you sneeze or something like that. and Because, you, you know, nobody really wants to see that on the Bubble inside boy. of the plastic bag. Why, why not stop there? <laughs> Dude, seriously, though. Like, what? What? Just, uh, just what? I'm in the top 99th percentile. The <laughs> <people on> this <laughs> that one's over here. I'm in the top 99th percentile of intelligent people on this planet. That yeah. means that there's only 1%. <laughs> I am the 1%, <laughs> apparently. Um, it's, it's also interesting because with this, um, you know, Joe Biden wants to do his, he signed his little thing of um, federal property, have oh, to wear a mask for 100 yeah. days. Um, and then recommending that states do the same because someone whispered in his ear, you can't constitutionally do that. 
So he did it for just the federal to mandate 100, ma- 100 days of mask wearing. And he... Uh, Technically, he, uh, he can't really do that for federal land either, at least not for all of it. <clears throat> nah. Just saying. But uh, I have a feeling we're going to like this... Uh, uh, what's his name? Peter Ducey. I have a feeling he's going to be a fun one to watch in the press briefings. Well, I mean, his name is Ducey, so... Ducey. Because <laughs> uh, Joe Biden... So many jokes we could make with that. Ducey. Joe... <laughs> Why? Joe Biden uh, went out to the Lincoln Memorial and stuff after signing this executive order. Went out to Lincoln Memorial with his family and stuff, and they were posed for pictures and blah, blah, blah. And there wasn't a mask to be seen. Hmm. 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 So, uh... Almost as if... Almost He as doesn't if really care. Mask for thee, but not for me. Oh, hey. This, this, is, this is such a downgrade from before. I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> Something about Democrats and, and their that press screen secretaries. grab right there captures every one of her news things that I have seen. Why is press jo- conferences? That's the word I was looking for. Why is the Joe Biden administration hypocritical? I don't know. <laughs> the best part of it is the best part of it is the, is the person translating to sign language in the corner. Has a very similar expression. <laughs> looks like she she looks like she's making fun of her. Like, <laughs> like yeah, the little crazy <laughs> finger. She's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't know what she's saying. I don't know what she's saying. It's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> it makes me wish I knew sign language so I, I know, can know right? actually signing. <laughs> I've I've thought that on several occasions as I've watched the different sign language people. I'm like, I wonder if they're even like. Saying well, the same thing, or if they're like, there was one guy for, uh, I think it was a mayor somewhere had a signer. Uh-huh. The guy was just making it up. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't vetted beforehand, <laughs> so after doing a couple of press briefings, people caught on like, that's not how you sign. Wait a minute. Does he know what he's doing? <laughs> he knew exactly what he's doing. <laughs> anyway, this is this is what President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times. At the inaugural at the memorial, yes. I, I think Steve, he was celebrating uh, oh. an evening, uh, a, a oh, so historic day in our country. And so, so the sign only are required to <laughs> wear it if you're not celebrating. So that makes sense. I am celebrating every day. I celebrate my life every day. But watch, watch the signer as Dude, the, she starts responding. The signer is hilarious. Because so part of I sign love la- it. part of sign language too is you really have to amplify facial expressions to really show yeah. the emotion behind the voice. <laughs> so she. Girl, memorial, yes. I think Steve, he was celebrating an evening. Confusion. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. No. 
It's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. We take a number of COVID precautions, as you know here, in terms of testing, social distancing. One of those faces was, why are you asking me this question? I thought this was a safe space. I don't know that I have more for you on it than that. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? The look on her face, too, is... I am asking the stupidest question to you because you are stupid. That's the face <laughs> that the signer is making. <laughs> Let me explain. All right, clearly you don't understand how dumb. No, you, you sound. won't understand. Let me summarize. <laughs> That's the face the signer was making with that. Well, Steve, I think uh, the power of his example is also uh, the message he sends by signing 25 executive orders, including uh, almost half of them. There's the I have no idea face again. (laughs) Uh, The requirements that we're all under every single day here to ensure we're sending that message to the public. Yesterday was a historic moment in our history. He was inaugurated as president of the United States. He was surrounded by his family. We take a number of precautions, but I don't think I think we have big bigger issues to, to worry about. Do Why? we do we have bigger issues to worry about? Well, yes, we do, because he's signed how many executive orders 34? <laughs> 30, you know what? We do have bigger issues to worry about. We have a lot bigger issues to worry about. I don't give a shit if he wore a mask or not. It's just funny. And by the way, he, she's doing this on federal property. Without a, without a mask on. Yeah, there's Everyone that. else in the room was wearing one except her. Well, she's at the microphone. The reporters are asking her questions. <laughs> and? <laughs> so, I was bored for like oh 10 my. minutes last night. Here we go. This is going to be fun. So, a couple of things ran through my mind during the week, and I finally had 10 minutes to try to find the thing. My favorite thing about you sending me stuff is half the time I get it when I'm, you know, just hanging out with my wife uh-huh. and my phone, phone will go off once and I'll be like, hmm, okay. And then it'll go off again. Uh Oh, and then it'll go off again and I pick it up. And the first thing I see is new media message. And I'm like, Trevor's sending me pictures <laughs> and my wife always every time. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened now? Yeah, because if, if I find something really funny, I send it to our friend group text. Unless it's a political funny, then I send it just straight to Mike just, and whoever just else. Just to me. <laughs> but I don't send three or four of them at a time. <laughs> so, yeah. This stuff. This hunch was found was, is founded upon the CDC has said that they can't fu- they can't run their flu models for this flu season because there's no flu stuff that they can track, which seems weird that you would suddenly not be able to track a thing you've been tracking since, I don't know, the 20s. Um, and then uh, and this thought popped into my head. You should compare a graph of the flu and a graph of the, ch- of the coronavirus. And I thought this would be a daunting task because they haven't really tracked flu cases or anything like that. Um, But 
I found something. (laughs) (laughs) And it was uh, interesting. So, Massachusetts had this graph in the uh, ancient halls of the internet before 2020. Um, Yeah. So, this graph, it shows uh, the percentage of... um, basically hospital visits that were reported um, that had influenza-esque symptoms. And and it goes from October to September because of flu season. Flu season is November to March or whatever. Um, So the graph for this is not January to February. It's October to uh, September. And in this graph, it goes along... And it spikes up in January, February, March, and then it goes back down to meh the rest of the year. And then this next graph is Massachusetts daily new cases. The seven-day moving average is what I highlighted for it. And there you can see from March a little spike up because they're getting testing going, and so naturally you're going to find more people as you get more testing available. And then more testing is still available, but it's going down um, at the end of March, beginning of April. And then it's kind of gone in the summer, and then it starts spiking up in October, November, until we get to where we are today and towards the end of January, where it's going down. Huh. Huh. So then I decided, so there's the first graph, the flu, and there's the second graph. As they are, they don't really look similar. They look opposite. And this is the power of graphs with data. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I took the first graph and put the first part of the graph on the back end. So then it matched the coronavirus cases. And this is what I got. You have, starting in March, cases are up, but it's it's on a downward trend into the summer. And it starts spiking again in October, October, November. Hmm. And then it starts going down towards the end of January, beginning of February into March. Except for in 2017 to 2018 when there was a huge spike in February and then it dropped off in March. Yes. And also, as we covered before, 2018, hospitals were worried that they were going to be overrun and not have enough room for people and be over capacity because they were over 80% capacity as a national average in 2018. Hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, so there's the adjusted flu graph so that it matches March to March, basically March to February and covid March to January. Huh. Huh. Almost identical. Huh. Now, granted, this one is number of cases, the COVID, and this is percentage of hospital. Um, But the other ones that they had available were um, ICU things and deaths and whatever that they could attribute to the flu. And just like with COVID stuff, with all those other things, they're less than the total number 
but it follows the same trend. So, oh, I ended the slide. <laughs> but yeah, it's the, it's the same. So I found this. I found the flu for the CDC. I'll be expecting my four hundred seventeen thousand dollar check anytime now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I say that because. Uh, so, Mike, you know a little bit about business and stuff. A little bit. A little bit. <clears throat> the highest paid employee, are they generally the person that's in charge? Generally. Generally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a manager, they generally make more than anyone that's under them. Usually. If you have yep. a CEO, they generally make more than anybody else in the company. Sounds about right. Right. Because you're handling a lot more, so you need to be able to juggle a lot more, and you are compensated thusly for handling more. Because that's economics and free market and capitalism and all those things that are want to be abolished. Um, <clears throat> it turns out that in 2019, Dr. Fauci was the highest paid employee in the federal government. Like all of the federal government? Like, like all of the, was it 20 million employees? Huh. Which, there's another problem. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make the government the biggest employer in America? Uh, the biggest corporation? Yes. Huh. Yes, it is. Um... Interesting. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Not 20 million. 4 million. Oh. 4 million. Still, there's your problem. Anyway, to put that into perspective, the President of the United States, and he wasn't paid more because Donald Trump has been donating his entire salary except for $1 that he legally has to accept to whatever charity... Um, the president of the United States receives a sal- an annual salary of $400,000. And Dr. Fauci received $417,608. So who's in charge of the government? Joe Biden, that people elected? Or some epidemiologist that hasn't practiced medicine in umpteen years? who can't decide if masks are good or bad or if you should wear one or two or this type or that type. Oh, and admittedly lies to... Ad, admitted, admits that he has been lying the entire time to the New York Times and to CNN and to other things. <clears throat> and recently has said that he's finally free to tell the truth now that he's not underneath Donald Trump. Hmm. We should... Hang on his every word. All of his words. All of them. Also, I found it. Found Walmart it. is the largest employer with? in the United States. With 1.5 million. Empl- Wait, that makes them smaller so than half of the federal government. <laughs> so you're saying this is why... Joe Biden signed an executive order that benefits government employees, but not other employees. Yeah. 
because he disenfranchised 80% of the population. So to save that 20% that's working for the government, we need to... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) You have to laugh, because otherwise you'll go insane. And I'm insane already. I'm I'm there. It's already too late. I've lost Uh it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's bad. The last thing on COVID that I'll talk about here is uh, the personal jihad that I've got of mental health during COVID. In uh, Las Vegas, the school district is switching to in person schooling because, because. Of a surge of student suicides over the last year. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the nation's fifth largest school district of Clark County, Nevada, will return to in-person education as quickly as possible following a surge of student suicides in and around the county's central city, Las Vegas, according to the New York Times. Um... Let's see, let's see. The spate of student suicides in and around Las Vegas has pushed the Clark County District, the nation's fifth largest, toward bringing students back as quickly as possible. This month, the school board gave the green light to phase in the return of some elementary school grades and groups of struggling students, even as greater Las Vegas continues to post huge numbers of coronavirus cases and deaths. Hmm. Mental health, they say, is intrinsically linked to physical health. Um, Let's see, let's see. When we started to see the uptick in children taking their lives, we knew it wasn't just the COVID numbers. We need to look. Uh, we need to look at anymore. Yeah, said Jesus Jara. The Clark County superintendent told the outlet, "We we have to find a way to put our hands on our kids to see them to look at them. They've got to start seeing some movement, some hope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this. It amazes me how awestruck some of these people are now that they're finding it that when you take somebody's humanity away they decide there's no point in being human anymore right it's a weird correlation there i don't know how they could have seen that tell me oh wait they could have because there were studies done that were pointing towards not like we haven't talked about this you know a couple of times already uh-huh. throughout the months because uh-huh. we could see it coming. And with that, you know, well, they, even back at the beginning, the beginning. Um, and so walk with me here. We're going to, okay. Where are we going? So on the interwebs, Oh, people you said uh, walk. So I was expecting physical activity. Were you? I, well, I mean, I was gearing up for it. <laughs> Your little Batman. Mostly I was going to follow, pretend to follow you, Your little and then Batman just sit back and... Told me that's a lie. Because <laughs> his eyes are glowing. He's lying. <laughs> it's, it's all lies. Where is she? Where's the weight you promised? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> um... Because it's all part of the plan. Yeah. I don't like that it is part of the plan because it's a little personal with me for multiple reasons, one of which I talked about last week and the other which I talked about December. Something that like made that, it yeah. personal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so many reasons. It's personal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, He's back. And this time, this time, it's, it's personal. Um, so on the interwebs, on the socials, interacting with people, for the most part, you don't filter yourself at all. I mean, in person, you don't really filter yourself at all. But <laughs> in general, people don't filter themselves a whole lot on social media. I mean, he's not wrong. I don't <laughs> on either side. Um, so, so part of communication, as we talked about with the sign language lady, is facial expressions and body language. Mm-hmm. That helps drive your point home of how you're actually feeling about a point that you're making of something that you're interested in, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So on social media, you don't get any of that body language. You just have words. Which it's very hard to read sarcasm. Until the SpongeBob meme came around and showed you that if you use... Caps and, no, the one, the chicken one. So then, oh, you that the, one too. You yeah. have the caps and un, and go. lowercase. And uh-huh. that, that lets you know that it's sarcasm. So but I until then, thought that was just somebody intentionally being vicious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought SMH stood for so much hate for the longest time, but it stands for shaking my head. I've seen it used both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> so yeah, so social media, part of the reason why nobody ever wins conversations on social media is because there is no face-to-face interaction. There's no emotion. There's no body language. There's no hints and cues and all this stuff for your brain to pick up on, mostly subconsciously, to let your conscience know that, all right, you overstepped, and this guy's actually making a good point. <laughs> generally generally <clears throat> so now let's just remove any social interaction you can't go to school you can't go to the store you can't go to the golf course. and when you do do go to any of those places the people have their faces covered yeah except for their eyes and that doesn't help a whole lot I don't know. My eyes can be pretty expressive. Gross. <laughs> so, so now you have this classroom full of kids. Well, half full of kids. Sorry, your friends didn't make the cut. You're sitting all by yourself in your classroom. Well, you got your other students you can make friends with. I don't like those other students. I like the ones that I became friends with that were in my class. I selected my humans already. Yes. I, I selected my two <laughs> quit, or three friends. Quit trying to force me to select other humans. I don't want to yeah. select other humans. These ones are mine. And then, and then add to that, you now can't see any of the other classmates' faces. You can't see your teacher's face. You can't hear your teacher very well because they have a mask. And... You've got a plastic cubicle around your desk. You are completely in. You are not allowed to interact with anybody else. You are isolated in a room full of people. Never felt so alone in a room full of people. And then it's okay though, because when you go to lunch, you have to sit by yourself, eat by yourself, 
and eat by yourself. Talk and to when yourself. you go to recess, you still have to keep your mask on. So you can't tell if what you just did in Foursquare was good or bad because you can't see that someone is a little upset that you did the wrong bounce or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I played playground games. <laughs> I don't even know what Foursquare is. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, and you're also upset because you used to play football during recess or soccer or something like that. But you can't do that because you're not allowed to do that because that's too close of an interaction with the other kids. So you got to make sure you're doing things that are more. We could always out. bring back dodgeball because that's a distance learning. Except you're grabbing activity. the ball and <laughs> drenching it in your COVID and throwing it at other people. Only the ones that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, so, so do, do that to a young developing mind. And then you act surprised when that young developing mind doesn't want to be in society anymore. Right. How is this? What? I don't. What? Oh, and if you're on the Zoom call for your class, you have to wear a mask while you're on the Zoom call because... That's helps people feel comfortable or something. What? Yeah. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. Except it's not because they're not even trying to ask for forgiveness. They're... The teachers' unions are all up in arms about this. It's the this. sound of people drowning. It's, sound, it's straight up the sound, <laughs> straight of, people up the sound drowning. of people drowning. And teachers' unions and politicians are coming by. High five. We're helping. We need to keep schools closed. We're in this together. High five. That is how you know that the unions don't give a shit about the students. That's not nice to talk about feces like that. Yeah, it's, it is kind of... Uh, a slam on feces we apologize to feces i everywhere. apologize dumpster fire no no that one's no, all that one's that been one's, beat like a dead horse you cannot, and dead horses <laughs> dead horses so i mean there are no words to all of the above actually there are words hold on hold on there are words there are words there are for words this. yes hold on Did we just become best friends? Did we just become? <laughs> <sighs> I, I got your words. I got words Ooh. for. I got words for people like this. If it is okay, does it rhyme with buck a fuffalo? I can probably find a way. <laughs> <laughs> so. If it's okay to, we'll get into this a little bit too, because it's egregious. If it's okay to impeach someone from being president when they're no longer president for telling people to peacefully go to the Capitol and protest like patriots, um, and you're being impeached because you incited a riot for telling people to peacefully protest then it is damned okay to try all of these people in 
some sort of crime for helping these kids commit suicide. Hmm. Here's my words that I found. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. That sounds scriptural. It is. Is that Old Testament? That is New <laughs> That's Testament. New Testament. Wow. Usually New Testament is the peaceful, kind one. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's how important the children are. That the New Testament yeah. is especially, that Especially the little, little it. kids. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, kids, once they get to a certain age, they become menaces because... They know they're young enough that you can't really do a lot to them, but they're old enough to understand what they're doing. (laughs) However, a child is a child. (laughs) And better it were a millstone was hung around your neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. Are you calling for violence? No, I'm just saying God is watching you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he reap what you sow and he will yada, not yada, yada. forget so where's my mouse way up there found it um so i've been talking about this and then going back to glenn beck again he's got a whole team of researchers that looked into this they finally caught up to us mike they finally caught up to us. <laughs> Even Glenn. Even Glenn. Where'd you go? There you are. Nope. That's the wrong one. Uh, there it is. Um, so he's got this article on glennbeck.com. Um, in plain sight, COVID and mental health. And in this article... Um, America's in the throes of suicide epidemic with the highest suicide rate since World War II. Suicide rates have risen 30% since 1999 and the number keeps climbing. There were 45,000 suicide deaths in 2016 alone. In 2017, there were 47,000, roughly 129 people a day. Uh, COVID counts. <laughs> in 2018, 10.7 million American adults seriously thought about suicide. We talked about this. million made a plan and 1.4 million attempted suicide. There were 48,344 recorded suicides. That's roughly one person every 11 minutes. And that's 1,171 more people than the year before. The average American knows 600 people, meaning the increase of suicide deaths in one year was more than double the number of people you know. And that's just the difference. Uh, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death. And throughout this whole article, he, uh, they have links to other articles that talk about this and other studies, CDC reports, um, another study there. There's two studies there. There's that there. There's that study, this study, that study, this one. Here, 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 and here. Um are studies during the pandemic. I haven't looked at all of them, but I would not be surprised if some of them were the ones that I showed you in December. 
Yeah. Um, as well as all these other ones. Um, one of them that stood out to me, which is part of one of the ones that, one of the things that triggered me and uh, made it personal for me, was 85% of adults have noticed that their children, their children's personalities have been impacted negatively over the last year. So they've become more mean, more rude, more depressed, more sad, negative emotions being shown. And that's what made it personal for me because my son had a meltdown because he wasn't allowed, he wasn't able to play with kids. Not just that day, but it had been boiling up all year long until December, November, December, where it finally just... And to watch a five-year-old have a mental breakdown is extremely depressing, especially as the father of that five-year-old, because how do you comfort and console a child that barely understands the words that you speak, let alone complex emotions? And my kid isn't even dealing with all the stupid school stuff because we're homeschooling him. It's a decision we made way before all of <laughs> before we even had kids. We made the decision to homeschool. Well, then he would have socially suffered anyways. No, because he was going to church. Can't go to church anymore. He was going to other homeschool uh, group activity things. Can't do those anymore. He was going to the playground to play with kids. Can't do that anymore. Now he's socially suffering from yeah, all of the lockdown bullshit. Yeah. So there's, there's all that. There's, it's a lot of good stuff in there. I highly recommend reading it and joining me on this jihad to just stop. Your mask is less important than the children. Yeah. Oh, way less. Way less. There is nothing more important to a society than the children. No. No. Nothing. Uh, the climate. No. Yeah. No. Well, the economy. No. No. Well, Donald Trump. No. No. <laughs> well, Joe Biden. Negative no. ghostwriter. Nope. Nope. And No. This is for the children. No, it's not. It's not. It's for you. No, because if it was for the children, we wouldn't be doing any of it because it's hurting the children. Yep. We and wouldn't be doing any of the critical race bullshit. We wouldn't be doing any of the 1619 Project bullshit. We wouldn't be doing any of these things that we are currently doing and those that are responsible will eventually be held accountable in this life or the next. You will stand judged. Yep. And I cannot impress enough on those of, of you that are listening the importance of protecting and taking care of your children, especially in this time. While we're here. <laughs> Sensuous. Well, Word of the day. Sensuous. While we're here flipping over tables and fashioning whips. <laughs> um, 
the uh, the Vatican had to intervene a little bit. Ooh, because uh, the bishops of the United States uh, had a little meeting, and uh, they mentioned uh, old Catholic Joe, who if. I don't remember for sure, but I think at least used to be barred from taking communion um, because he wasn't he not been excommunicated yet. <laughs> he wasn't practice. He wasn't doing what the Catholic Church says is their beliefs. Anyway, he uh, this this is a little statement that was in a release that they had, and the Vatican tried to suppress this, but it came out anyway. As pastors, the nation's bishops are given the duty of proclaiming the gospel in all its truth and power, in season and out of season, even when that teaching is inconvenient or when the gospel's truths run contrary to the direction of the wider society and culture. Archbishop Jose Gomez wrote in a statement that was expected to be released on January 20th. So, this goes right into what we were talking about was it last week when Ocasio-Cortez said... Uh, um, it's not always best to be factually correct yes. versus uh, morally right. Morally right, yeah. yeah. It's more, more important to be morally the, right than factually correct. Yeah, and this is exactly what this guy is saying here. It is... It's, uh, it's, it is the duty of proclaiming the gospel in all its truth and power in season and out of season, popular or unpopular. It's their job to preach the gospel. Even when that teaching is inconvenient or when the gospel's truths run contrary to directions of wider society and culture. Even though in today's society it is deemed morally inappropriate to talk about how homosexuality is a sin or this is bad or that is bad or whatever. The fact is the gospel says this and the gospel says that. It ruffles your feathers Sorry. <laughs> he continues. So I must point out that our new president, Joe Biden, has pledged to pursue certain policies that would advance moral evils and threaten human life and dignity, most seriously in the areas of abortion, contraception, marriage, and gender. Of deep concern is the liberty of the church and the freedom of believers to live according to their consciences. Some of the first executive orders that Joe Biden signed was a thing to try to make abortions easier, um, a thing to make uh, to allow men to compete in women's sports. Yeah, um, a thing removing to, the transgender ban from ban from yeah, the allowing, military, allowing that to happen. Uh, yeah. And he's going after healthcare stuff, which I wouldn't be surprised if that affects contraception. Mm -hmm. And it just give it a, another week. He'll probably say something about marriage in some degree. Probably. Um, but yeah, moral evils that threaten human life and dignity. Like, I don't know, forcing people to cover their face so they can't communicate properly with each other. Um, pushing for the um, unconstitutional impeachment of a private citizen. It's not impeachment of private citizen. He's the former president. Of former the president is a private citizen. Yeah, you can be the former. No, no longer the president means he no longer holds office, which means he is no longer 
a government official, he, he is, meaning he is a private citizen. Citizen. He is as much the he has as much power as president of the United States as someone who was formerly the CEO of something, and has been and has released, been from released from the from company the entirely. CEO. So now you have zero power as CEO. Mm-hmm. So you are just a person. I mean, tell him that he did start up the office of the former president of the United States, which is hilarious. He, he did that because <laughs> Joe Biden had office of the president, the president elect, elect yeah, which, which is isn't an office. It asinine. doesn't mean anything. It is retarded. It is <laughs> mind donkeys. He's making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, he's trolling. He's, he's so trolling. Trolling. And it is hilarious. Um, where was I going with that? I don't even know. Oh, I remember. Um, attacking the uh, private citizen. Yeah. Because so it's not like, you know, they, they have a track record of doing that exact thing. Mm. <sighs> Patriot Act. <clears throat> tea Party taxes, something? Yeah, the, tea, the, the Patriot Act is more horrifying now than it ever has been. Yes. By the way... <laughs> With with that also, it's it's a good thing that uh, the forty fourth president of the United States didn't use the United States government to spy on the private citizen that was going to be president of the United States after him. Yeah, using false documents to justify false it. Documents, and you know what do I know? <laughs> well, the the scarier thing about it is if they they go and try to declare. Anybody that supported Trump supports Trump, whatever, as domestic terrorists, and then use the Patriot Act to track them, yeah, find them. They're trying real follow them. They're trying real hard to make it as personal to us, me and Mike, as possible, because mm-hmm. we have we have a technically global audience according to our statistics. <laughs> technically, <laughs> you know what I I think they might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. Yeah. And then within the United States, there's a good 15 of you, 20 of you or so that listen, <laughs> which we are th- very grateful for. Very grateful for. Um, and as always, don't be afraid to drop us a line, shoot us a comment, give us five stars. Don't comment on Podbean because we cannot comment back. Yes, I have tried that. logging in on the app and it won't let me. Really? It keeps diverting to my Gmail account instead of... Hmm. I've even tried logging in without Gmail and it still won't let me. Yeah, Podbean won't let us comment. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have to look at that and see if I can figure it out. Um, anyway, um, so there's kind of a guideline set for impeachment. They're more like guidelines. Um, it's in fact, it's such a solid guideline. It's actually, <laughs> yeah, the governing law of the land on how impeachment is supposed to go. Um, so here's the steps for impeachment from the. Uh, old document in the Constitution of the United States that's ancient history almost the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment okay so done the House of Representatives said we want to impeach the President of the United States because of this and they sent that off to the Senate the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments 
when sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. So they solemnly swear that they will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing nothing about the the truth. truth. Otherwise, they go to jail. (laughs) It's just just, they they don't because they're politicians. When the president of the United States is tried, this is where this really starts getting important. When the president of the United States is tried, who's president right now? Uh, that would be Biden. Biden okay. is, is so president. Joe Biden is being tried for impeachment. No, no, they're they're trying to impeach former president uh, Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So when the president, when the president, when the, I don't see former. Yeah, me either. Maybe it's hold on. Let me look at. Let me look. Let me zoom in on the the actual document here. I might need some lemon. It's not so, in the fine print. It does not exist. Sure. Go yep. get get a. Uh, we got one over we, there. A black light and a lemon. Yeah. Let's see if that brings. It's not there. <laughs> uh, negative. It's, it's not there. Negative. Um. We. I. It, <clears throat> we didn't do it here to show you, but I watched National Treasure in slow motion, frame by frame. <laughs> it was not there. <laughs> Trust me. The um, movie is a national treasure. <laughs> it's about the only one from Nicolas Cage, really. <laughs> <laughs> Except um, for the second one. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> so, when the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside. Okay, yeah, you need a judge, right? You need a judge for the trial that's going to happen. So, the Chief Justice shall preside which is Roberts, and Roberts is on his way to the Senate right now to preside over it. Except, uh... But he's... But he's... He's not. He's not. He's not doing that. Oh, so... They, they're, it's, they're, he's busy, so they got one of the other justices. No, no. So what, what they did was they arbitrarily appointed some random Democrat to oversee... Oh, the, uh, uh, what's his face? Leahy, the yeah. pro tempore. Yeah, that one. Uh, let's see. That's probably also yeah, right there, right there next to former. It's right next to it in the fine print there. Yeah. So this is an illegitimate it's impeachment. In the, it's in the good and plenty clause. Mm-hmm. Illegitimate impeachment. Um, Calling it. And then the next, the next little section. And no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office. So again, they're going to remove the President of the United States from office is the goal of impeachment. So they want to get rid of Joe Biden from office because the President removed from office is... Oh, because Donald Trump barricaded himself in the White House. No. No, he, he left. He went to Florida. Mar-a-Lago. Oh. The White House in Mar-a-Lago? No. Oh. Just his house in his, Mar-a-Lago. His personal. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, the part of impeaching, it makes it so you can't hold any position of government at all, so... You know, there's that. That's what they're doing. That's what they're trying to accomplish. It actually is what they're trying to accomplish. Except for one little tiny itty-bitty, teeny, itsy-bitsy word um, that kind of makes it so it's not 
possible, aside from everything we mentioned before. (laughs) Judges in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, profit under the United States. So it's not, or, so you can't impeach somebody just to make it so they can't hold office. Mm -hmm. You have to impeach them to remove them from office and, and disqualification. So if he's not currently holding an office, then you can't actually impeach him. Can you remove someone from your house if they they are not not in your your house? house? Yeah. There's another little word that amplifies the and, and it's a legal word. In, in judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification. In legalese, shall is absolutely binding. There's no ifs, ands, buts, unless specifically stated, like in this case, and is specifically stated. But there isn't a but or an if or anything like that. It's shall. This is why you do it. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so since that's not the case, um, what's happening now then is Article 2, Section Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see, maybe not. Nope, not that one. Article three. Yep, Article three, Section two of the Constitution tells you that you know if what we just talked about doesn't apply for trials and all that stuff, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the trial of all crimes except in cases of impeachment, shall be by jury. And such trials shall be held in the state where the said crimes shall have been committed. But when not committed within any state, the trial shall be at such place or places as the Congress may by law have directed. Hmm. So the crime was committed in which state? Uh, none of them, because Washington, D.C. is not a state. Oh, darn the luck. It's a district that has been removed from statehood. All so. right. So when not committed with any state, the trial shall be at such place or places as a Congress may by law have directed. So Congress can say, well, nothing, because uh, what I didn't read in here is the Justice Department... Has to bring the charges. Has to bring the charges to yeah. a private citizen. So my bet... My bet, my money is on <clears throat> that they're going to try to do this thing to make it so that he can't hold office again. Because they know this, they'll lose. If this fails, my guess is that Biden directs the DOJ to press charges uh-huh. against Trump. And if, and I would not be surprised if he does, Trump gets every lawyer in the country to sue the pants off of every Democrat that's called for violence. Yeah, that would be my bet too. And that would be my guess as to why they didn't do that first. Yeah, because they know they'll lose. If not the courts, in public they will. Mm -hmm. They will never 
win an election again if they do that. Well, they would never win a fair election again. That. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, we covered a lot more than I thought we'd get to. Yeah, we got quite a bit in this week. Uh-huh. And there's still a lot. <laughs> so many missed. things. So many things that we didn't I even remotely touch on. I would not be surprised if on. this is too long for the description. Probably. Might have to do a link to our to, website or something. To a doc or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you got any uh, final parting thoughts? There's so much going on. I, I love how our clean slate for Biden lasted all of a day. Not even. <laughs> Not even we, we didn't even make it 24 hours before we were texting each other. Well, <laughs> there, there goes that. So we, we wiped the blackboard clean. Tossed the rag aside. Joe Biden promptly picked up that dirty rag and started smearing it all over the board. After dipping it in a bucket of bright neon green paint. Realizing he's made a mess, grabs the dirty mop water, starts splashing that all over, <laughs> knocks the slate down and shatters it, and walks away. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was great. That's, <laughs> that's about how it went. <laughs> that's, uh, woo! And that was, I mean, that was only after 19 you, executive orders. I was gonna, <laughs> when, when, when you think about the fact that... Uh, Every other president that has has done an executive order in the first little bit of their presidency has only done one in the first how long of their presidency? Is it what's what's the average there? One in the first you know two days is that that normal? That sounds about right. One in the first month. I think it's closer to about one you know, in the first month what, of their presidency. And really, he did, he, he did 17 in the first 24 hours. Really, though, what better way to topple a dictator than to bring in 25,000 troops and occupy the capital to have your leader go in and just sign things off without any legislation happening on them? What better way to bring down a dictator than to Replace him with a authoritarian. Ah, that's, whoa, whoa. That there's a word better. that feels nice. <laughs> we'll use that word. Authoritarian. So here's... Executive orders are stupid. Yes. They're useful. All of the stupid. But they're stupid. George Washington signed one. I think in his eight years. In, yeah. In his entire presidency. Um, the first seven signed less than 10 each, I believe. After that, it was more than 10 and it gets worse and worse. Ronald Reagan that everyone praises signed 800 something. Yeah. I think. Um, so Donald, he couldn't get anything done. Otherwise Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump, I, if I remember right, he signed like 500 something in four years. So he wasn't really on the best track. Um, but, uh, I can tell you. Oh, 220. Sorry. Wow. 220 in four years. Way less. 
Um, 220. Now, context is everything, right? So, Donald Trump had a string of campaign promises. I think you were a little dyslexic there. It was only 202. This thing I'm looking at says 220. It's not the official website of stuff. Mine is a Business Insider article. This is the Federal Register. Huh. .gov. Interesting. Yeah, they have him listed as only 202 compared to Obama's 276 and Bush's 291, both in two terms. It, so could, be that they don't have, it could be that they don't have his last few executive orders. That could counted. be. <coughs> But this was from... Because he had 14 in 2021. Hmm. Um, anyway. <coughs> there you go. So context is everything, right? Mm-hmm. Usually executive orders are done by the president when they feel like Congress is going to act too slowly to get something done. For example, Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. An executive order was signed to start mobilizing troops against the Japanese. Because it's in the interest of the United States to kind of not let that happen anymore. Just a little bit. Congress still has to meet together, put together a bill, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we're going to war. That takes time. Mm -hmm. Japanese are attacking right now. Kind of need an executive to say, all right, we're moving here, here, and here to defend, to attack, whatever, until we get, um, I think it's 90 days Mm -hmm. um, in war-related things. Oh. (laughs) At least. 90 days to stop the... To slow the... Slow the the curve. Slow the spread, flatten the curve, whatever. (laughs) Um, I think that's just... Does does that uh, apply to Japanese invasions too? (laughs) Oh, you got 90 days. You got to... 90 days. too much. Mm. Midway's as far as you go. (laughs) This is where we draw the line. (laughs) Japan, we love you if you're listening. (laughs) We do. You make great great anime. It's true. And Godzilla. And Godzilla. Yeah. Um, But anyways... In military-related things, I believe that it's 90 days uh, that Congress has to act. If Congress does not say, yes, we're going to war, blah, 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 then the troops have to come home. That's written in the laws somewhere. I don't remember where. Otherwise, an executive order on uh, transgender, the military has to pay for someone to change their gender. Um that can be there for until the next president signs something that says no. There's executive orders that are still in effect that were signed probably before Mike and I were born. Yeah, 40, way before. 40, 50, 60, 100 years ago, still some executive orders on the table, which means that Congress is acting that slowly on things that apparently were so important to act on. States of emergency are also on that <clears throat> list of things that are like that. Yep, 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 yep. So anyway, some context. So Joe Biden has signed so far 34 executive orders, according to the White House website. Joe Biden is a Democrat. The House of Representatives is controlled by Democrats. The Senate is controlled by Democrats. The Supreme Court doesn't exist. 
Because <laughs> no one has standing to bring anything to the Supreme Court. But anyways, legislatively, Democrats are in total control. Why do you need to sign 34 executive orders to get something done? Because you can. Because you can. So Donald Trump had two years where Republicans were in control of the House and the Senate. They got control of that because they said, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. We're going to hit every root, every branch, everything. It's going to be gone. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. And uh, old Turtle Mitch never brought anything to the floor to get that done. So, well, we got to make sure we have a supermajority. We got to make sure. No, you don't. You don't. You don't need 60% of the votes. You need plus one. That's it. It's all you need. Plus one. Because guess what the Democrats are doing now that they absolutely do not have any supermajority. It is almost dead split in the middle. Plus one are the rules now in the House and the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Senate is 50-50. Kamala Harris is plus one. Yes. The vice president splits the tie. Vice president is the president of the Senate. Yep. Which means any ties are split by her. And also, I mean, really, have you looked at the Republican lineup? There's, it's You have Romney, who's only Republican because he knows a Democrat wouldn't win in, in Utah. Yeah. Um, and others that are basically the same way. Yeah. So Donald Trump had two years of Republicans saying, you know, border security... Get rid of this egregious healthcare thing that was passed illegally and unconstitutionally. And all these other things that Donald Trump also ran on. And they did nothing with it. So Donald Trump, seeing that they're doing nothing, talking to them and they're beating around the bush with it, started signing executive orders. Talking to his people, hey, how do I get this wall built? Well, Congress has to approve this, this, and this. Well, is there anything in the executive budget that I can do? Well, I mean, you can re-divert funds from this and this and this in the executive, and technically, yeah, you could do that. All right, do it. Because <laughs> part, of, part of the border security thing is if uh, laws can change all the time, a wall is kind of permanent. Whether it's an actual 15-foot concrete wall or barbed wire fence <clears throat> spaced between spaced with a road in between it or whatever they do like prisons have that, that that's going to stay there no matter what you do with the laws unless you make a law to remove it then you have to actually pay people to go and physically remove the fence and that creates an image that a lot of people aren't necessarily going to like right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, and then Trump had the last two years of Democrats doing what Democrats do and having to spend time impeaching him instead of addressing issues that Americans actually had. And For a whole year. Yeah. It literally it took them a year 
It took him three years to come up with the impeachment allegations uh-huh. because they couldn't really find anything that actually would work. And so then it took him a year to prosecute the bullshit that they actually came up with. Yeah, it took him a year to finally get s- some stories straight with he said, she said. And then uh, leaning on the Steele dossier, which Steele admitted to the FBI he lied about in 2017. But, yeah, mm. whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Context matters. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. <gasps> Thank you, Wilhelm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. It's the only proper way to express. Oh, one last thing going on. One last thing. I remember I was trying to think of, oh no, did I? I didn't. Okay. It's still, it's it's still there. (laughs) You broke it. (laughs) Almost. Um, So I had the privilege to listen to Joe Biden's speech. He drew the short straw. (laughs) <laughs> it was most it's mostly i listened to a few clips and then my wife read probably what i didn't get from the clips <clears throat> i will say on paper it was a nice speech it was very presidential very presidential whatever well he was reading from a teleprompter so it's not surprising a big one um but uh the main theme of the speech was unity right we need to unite, we need to unite, we need to unite. Unity, unity, unity. What was, what I noticed most, though, was he didn't mention anything to unite behind. We need to unite as Americans. On what? Behind his policy, of course. Yeah. Agree with me and we'll unite. Oh. Thank you, Sith Lord. Uh... <laughs> It's a great absolute. It's all right, because if you don't unite, if you don't get behind him, they're setting up special schools to teach you why you should. Yep, to deprogram. Three square meals a day, a nice little opioid (laughs) cocktail in the morning to help you be more compliant. So it's going to be wonderful. On the, a quick side note on the deprogramming. We laugh, but it's horrifying. (laughs) This is the best analogy of that I've ever heard about it so they're saying we need to deprogram the trump supporters the conservatives whatever they need to deprogram the liberals or the uh libertarians ah yes need to deprogram them or reprogram or reprogram or re-educate or whatever that's gonna go over so well um just like you do with racism if you say such and such white person, such and such. If you switch white person to black person and it's offensive, then it's also offensive to say white person, such and such. Mm-hmm. Right? So this person that I was listening to on a podcast said, you know, they're saying deprogram conservatives, deprogram Trump supporters. So what if I said deprogram homosexuals? Is that offensive? Because it is. It should be. Mm-hmm. Just like what you say of deprogramming conservatives, that's offensive. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of unity. 
That's saying no matter what you say, you are wrong, and we need to teach you how to be right. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> it is brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's beyond brilliant. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there was a big issue surrounding that with the homosexuals. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, it's talking about unity. Nietzsche. It went a different direction than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> if I say deprogram the Jews, is that offensive? Hmm. 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 Well, yeah, I brought it a little more modern. Yeah, just a little, a little more recent. A little so, fresh. So uh, we need to unite on something. You know, the thing. And really, <laughs> yeah, the really, thing. the that thing. thing. The thing that Joe Biden <laughs> cannot remember, the thing that he cannot quote because it says God in it as a devout Catholic. Really? Really? I'm going to call you out on your pulse. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Um, (laughs) We need to unite on something. And as we've said multiple times, we need to unite on the principles of the Constitution of the United States. It's not in our thing, but we need to put the Hillsdale 1776 project. I can get that for you. Because um, I started reading through that. I love the 1776 project. It is amazing. And I better still have it up. I can. If you don't, you will write about... There she is, puppet. Um... So in the introduction to this, they no. say, they say, um, The commission's first responsibility is to produce a report summarizing the principles of the American founding and how those principles have shaped our country. That can only be done by truthfully recounting the aspirations and actions of the men and women who sought to build America as a shining city on a hill, an exemplary nation, one that protects the safety and promotes the happiness of its people, as an example to be admired and emulated by nations of the world that wish to steer their government toward greater liberty and justice. The record of our, fa- of our founders striving of our founders striving and the nation they built is our shared inheritance and remains a beacon. As Abraham Lincoln said, not for one people or one time, but for all people for all time. If you read the Declaration of Independence, if you read the Constitution, it is not just for the United States that they are saying this. They say that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. So no matter who you are, where you are, who your governing body is, you are endowed with these rights by um, your creator. You know, the thing. You know, the thing. Um, By nature or nature's God. Um, And in this report, they explained things. I never made this connection. So, um, uh want to butcher it hold on hold on bear with me wait patiently while he looks for what it is 
that he cannot remember where it's at. <laughs> and I'll talk very slowly so as to fill the space. Maybe I'll find something I can use. I found it. Oh, hey, you got it. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Um, so, they did not merely wish to assert that they disliked British rule and so were replacing it with something they liked better. They wished to state a justification for their actions, the Declaration of Independence, and for the governing to which it would give birth. That is both true and moral. Moral because it is faithful to the truth about things, like we said before with AOC. You cannot... If you are not telling the truth... If you are not factually correct... You, you are also moral. are not morally right. If you are not factually correct, you are morally wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what they said here. Um, such a justification could only be found in the precepts of nature, specifically human nature, accessible to the human mind, but not subject to the human will. Those precepts, whether understood as created by God or simply as eternal, are a given that man did not bring into being and cannot change. Whether you believe God or believe nature. Founding fathers weren't religious. Uh Uh-huh. Hence, the Declaration speaks of both the laws of nature and of nature's God. It appeals to both reason and revelation. Nature being reason. I like that. God being revelation. Nature's God being revelation. And that's just brilliant in and of itself because Christians through and through like 98, 99% of them were Christian in some degree. They could have just said God and be done or something like that, but nature's God. So whether you're Muslim, Hindu, whatever, nature's God, there is a God for nature. <laughs> um. It appeals to both reason and revelation as the foundation of the underlying truth of the document's claims and for the legitimacy of this new nation. Um, yeah, that's, it's really great read, and I'm only like six pages into it, seven pages into it. And that's what we can unite, unite behind, is the principles of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, and I would argue the original draft of the Declaration of Independence that has a gigantic paragraph about how selling men for money is wrong. Right. Owning people is wrong. And it is extremely egregious for any governing body to force people to maintain that practice is the summary of a very large paragraph where Thomas Jefferson's handwriting changes. (laughs) Almost as if he was vehemently impassioned about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we can unite behind. Because it's what we've previously united behind. We're the common principles of these documents. Which is to say... You have a right to life, you have a right to liberty, and you have a right to pursue whatever makes you happy, so long as it doesn't hinder anybody else's rights to those three things. Mm-hmm. In summary, do what is right. <laughs> Let the consequence follow. <laughs> 
Consequences aren't negative. Yep. Usually, they are both. It does not mean a negative thing. It is positive or negative, depending on what you do. Seriously, yeah. though, that is what I want to leave with all of you is, like we stated, if you are not factually correct, you also are not morally right. So, do what is right. Go look for yourself. Go find your answers. Look for truth in all places, at all times, in all things. Question everything with boldness. With boldness. And do what is right. Because it's the only thing that you can do that will improve the world around us. If everyone were to just try to live their lives by that simple sentence, so easy to say, so hard to accomplish. Absolutely. Because what is right? Well, you know... We can't tell you what is right. We can point to some we things can, that can give you ideas. We can point to things <laughs> that will give you ideas, but, <laughs> but you have to, in order to actually do what is right, you have to find it. It has to be not just something you were told to do, not just something that was handed to you. It has to be something that is a part of you. It and the to. only way it can be a part of you is if you attain it for yourself. It has to come from the heart, and your mind has to have reason with it. Yes. That is why Jefferson says, fix reason firmly in her seat. Yes. Because even on issues of faith, if it's not making sense, you need to ask more questions until it <laughs> makes until sense. Until it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I got for you. That's what I got. That's it. Got anything else? Um, I don't know. Befriend the Constitution. Yeah. Let it be your friend because it's actually quite liberating. <laughs> it only founded the greatest nation that's ever existed on the earth. Yeah. And no, that's not just because I live here. And no, it's that not just because USA... That's because it is. And <clears throat> to go back to something that we kind of touched on earlier with the 1776 commission, the United States is not. It is not just a country. It's not just this spot of land. The United States has nothing to do with the geography of where it exists. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with the ideal of what it was founded upon. The idea of freedom, the idea that every man was created with rights, that there are things that belong to you innately because of your existence as a human being that are not granted to you by governments, principalities, or any other form of, of rule, 
they are granted to you by our creator. And that thing that is granted to you is your own sovereignty, your own freedom to think and choose and do for yourself. That is the United States. And that is not held within the boundaries of a country. It is an ideal that can blossom in the hearts of any person brave enough that yearn to be free. To yearn to be free. Yep. And that's that's backed by what I mentioned before with the in the Constitution. It's not it's we the people in order to perform a more perfect union, blah blah blah. To establish this constitution because of all these reasons. Declaration of Independence said this is why we're doing what we do. Constitution says this is how we're doing what we're doing. How how we do what we do. And both of them say everyone has this. Yes. Everyone has these inalienable rights. No matter what, everyone has this. Because everyone has this, we do establish these United States. Mm-hmm. It's not we establish these United States because of these. It's we have these, so we're making this. The United States wasn't created to give people those things. The United States was created to protect, to be a safe harbor for those that sought to have those things and not allow other people to take them away from them. And your historical proof in that is that you had revolutions across the world as people learned what the United States did to the strongest, most powerful army and navy in the world. Britain lost a lot of territory because of the United States. They lost India. They lost... Uh, and, and not because the United States went over and fought any of those wars. because the United States Because said, the United States We existed. have these rights. No matter who you are, we have these rights. And other places said, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and they fought against the British. The French fought against the kings there. You have revolutions that just spread across the world. Most of them failed because they're doing, they've made 200 plus <laughs> governments since then. But that goes down to, they just saw the United States said, hey, we're free and these guys can go do what they do and we're going to not care anymore. Yeah. And they saw that. They said, all right, we're doing that too. They didn't look into the principles yeah. that these they, guys did. They saw the results they didn't see how the reason. Yep. And the reason they saw the fish, they didn't understand how to get it. Yeah. That's, that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's all. That's it. Yep. That's all we got. I mean, yeah. Well, thank you guys for another great week and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Like subscribe, share, blah, 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 blah. All the fun things. Bye.
Well then. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's the plan? Um, <clears throat> well, do we want to uh, do we want to dance around executive orders first, or COVID first, or? <clears throat> I'm not very good at dancing. I have four left feet. Perfect. Perfect. That is very fitting for the strange world we're in. <laughs> well, it's, it's akin to a uh, donkey trying to cross hot coals when I dance, so. Well, that's a show. That's why. That's, that's why a I show. Four left feet. <laughs> Um, because not only do I look ridiculous, but I'm also a jackass. But I'm tis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we got. It's either it's either uh, COVID related stuff or e- economic. Forum things. Great reset. So three options. Uh, well, I mean, any way we start, it all ends in communism. So yeah. So uh, grab one of your dice over there. One of your uh, one of your six sided <clears throat> dice. I don't know what position that is, but it's weird. Oh. <laughs> Six. Not the sex. Six. You six. I thought you said sex dice. Six I'm, sided. I don't currently have a six sided. Touch. <laughs> Damn it! Wrong dice again. Touch me. <laughs> I can get I, my. I don't have any number of dice <laughs> on this side of the kind of a DM. Room. Are you? Well, my dice are in my bag that goes to the actual in-person game. That <laughs> like I play. you need those for that. You do. You really do. <clears throat> yes. Well, I do. I guess I could pull up roll twenty and just use a six digital dice. dice real quick. <laughs> uh, so one and two will be uh, COVID, and three and four will be executive orders. Five and six were um, the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. I feel just fine. Just fine. Serenity now. (laughs) A D6. It's a six. We're talking about the end of the world. Yay. Great. Cool. All right. Well, we tried. (laughs) We we tried. (laughs) <laughs> if we go down, then we go down together. <clears throat> All right. Well, you ready? Um, yes. Are you recording? I'm not. Now I am. I'm recording. I noticed. I caught all of that. If I was paying attention, I would have seen that the button was red. <laughs> now my button is red. The, the button is red. The button is red. The button is red. 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 Royal blue. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of red buttons, 
we ready for me to push the other red button? Is that the proper red button or is that the wrong red button? I believe it's the proper red button. All right, then push the red button. All right, here it is. 